Welcome to another VMware Executive Perspectives podcast series. My name is Eric Nelson. Today on the podcast, we have Dom Delfino, Senior Vice President of Worldwide Sales for SDDC. Dom, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. To get started, we always ask our guests, what is your role at VMware? Tell us a little bit about a, your background and how long have you been in the industry and how did you get where you are today? Uh, you know, so I have the privilege here of uh, leading our specialist organizations in the software-defined data center portfolio. Um, you know, that's inclusive of our networking and security business, our hyper-converged infrastructure business, and our cloud management platforms. I've been here three years now, uh, a little over three years, three years and a couple of months at VMware. Uh, I've been in this industry uh, for since the day I got out of college, so 20, 23 years now. This is all I've done is worked in IT and technology, you know, on the customer side, uh, also on the partner side, and, and uh, then for really for the last 17 years on the manufacturer side. And, man, how did I get here? A lot of hard work. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, I think I've had the privilege uh, of, of just working with great people, you know, not only extremely intelligent, bright, uh, and visionary, but just good, generally good people who I've learned from all the way throughout my career. So you're not in the Bay Area. Where, where do you work out of around the world? Uh, around the world is where I work out of. So uh, I probably spend, uh, you know, about 75% of my time on the road, you know, with our teams, with customers, with partners, uh, both channel partners as well as ecosystem partners. And when I'm not, I'm usually working from home in, uh, in uh, North Carolina. North Carolina, fantastic. We always start out with what's been the most significant change you've seen in the market in the last 6 to 12 months? Uh, you know, I, I think what I'd like to say is uh, sort of cloud reality has set in for uh, our customers, right? And I think that um, – you know, a lot of times when technology is emerging, you know, it's, it's very much in the hype cycle in terms of what it's going to be and what it's going to do and what the value to the customer is, is, is really sort of still being vetted out by the market uh, right now. And I think that, you know, I, I came to the realization, I think this summer really, um, you know, in between VMworld in Las Vegas uh, here in the Americas and also in VMworld in Barcelona in, in Europe as well, that customers are now in a realistic situation where they understand what their plans need to be in terms of what their private data centers and their private cloud infrastructures need to look like and how they tie into the public cloud and how that hybrid cloud offering really plays a role. And I think secondarily, and maybe even more importantly, I think they're starting to realize what type of people transformation do I need to go through in order to get, in order to meet and exceed my objectives and my goals as an organization. And, um, you know, for, for a lot of people, um, it, the legacy is, is what's holding them back, right? The, the, the maintenance required to continue the operations of the legacy environments because we're running our businesses on them and, and, and the investment that we have to make to keep those operational and our ability to innovate at the same time and move to a next generation architecture is a challenge for everyone, right? Everybody has the same challenge. But I think now what you're seeing is more realization from the customers about what infrastructure needs to look like, how it needs to be consumed, how application owners and application developers want to consume it, what type of organizational transformation I need to go through in order to achieve those goals. So it's, 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 always, you know, it's always an exciting time in this industry. But I think now that you know, we're beyond the hype cycle of, of, of cloud and 
uh, software-defined in many areas, in the networking area, in the storage area, in the security area as well, you're starting to see really large-scale implementations and customers really taking advantage and moving not just one or two steps ahead, but moving leaps and bounds ahead in the industry as well. Yeah, we can absolutely see that in uh, most of the community stuff we run. There's absolutely going from an idea to very real implementations. Uh, we can see that in industry, so that's cool. What is the most interesting or surprising customer learning from the last six months? You know, I would have to say that both, both the most interesting and surprising customer learning in the last six months is, is, is really the state of uh, information security, cybersecurity uh, as a whole in the industry today. I think, you know, um, we've sort of been seeing these large, high-profile breaches over the last five years. And I think, um, you know, th 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 there is a positive in seeing that, and that is the awareness it's raised. And I think, by the way, I think IT and InfoSec people have always been very aware of the, real, the reality of the threat and the ramifications of, uh, of a breach. I think, you know, what's most surprising is uh, the impact that it's made to the business people, right, to the CIOs, to the CEOs, to the line of business leaders, and really even to the board level leaders around the risks associated with what can potentially happen to their brand and to their business in the, as a result of the breach. And I think, you know, prior to that, I would say customers were very much in two stages. You know, they were either in complete denial or complete paranoia. And I think now we've really moved to this being front and center in, in our industry and um, customers really taking the steps necessary to do everything possible to prevent it from happening to them as individuals. So uh, when you're out in the field and you're talking to the customers as much as you do, 75% on the road, what's the most surprising misconception? Uh, I think the most surprising misconception are, are the two words we can't. Uh, it, it's, it's, of course you can and you must, right? And, and I think there's always a lot of, oh, well, we've always done things this way or we can't do that here in our organization or that probably won't work for us. And I think it's, you know, it's sort of this learning curve that you have to go through. Whenever new technology is introduced to the industry, whether that be software-defined, you know, networking or storage or artificial intelligence or, you know, pick, pick whatever is, 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 is something that's, that's really breakthrough innovation. It's sometimes early on, customers don't understand how that quite might fit into their environment, their strategy, their business, and drive their agenda. But I think, you know, as... Um, but again, as that hype cycle dies down, you get adoption, you get references, you get uh, um, uh, real practical experience. Everybody realizes that they can and uh, that new technology usually leads those customers into new places that they didn't think that they could be in or that they could achieve before. So um, a, a lot of times that I can't or we can't or it doesn't fit or not right for us is more a behavioral change, right? And, and, I, and I think we, we spoke about this a little bit earlier is, you know, a lot of customers are sort of stuck in this, uh, this, this vicious uh, feedback loop of, I can't change my technology because I can't change my people and I can't change my people because I can't change my technology. And once you sort of get that open objective dialogue going, customers realize they can and ultimately they do and then, then they, they, they don't understand how they ever lived without some of these things as well. Right, right. So. Dispelling it is just showing people how it's being done and use cases becoming reality. Right? So. Yeah, and I think, you know, by and large, we're, we're, as a society, we're visual learners, right? So 
when something told to us, we don't always comprehend it. But when something showed to us, it's a little bit more difficult to disprove. All right, switching gears. Uh, the enterprise world is abuzz over the idea of digital transformation. Uh, we see that phrase used widely and broadly a lot in you know, marketing material and other material and conversation in the press. What does it mean to you? Do you have a perspective on digital transformation? Yeah, and you know, I, I, I think this is one of the phrases that I struggle with because, you know, to to, to some extent, it's 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 a little bit overutilized, right? And and some and by some people's perceptions, it becomes a little bit of architecture. But I I think what we really mean here is more and more businesses are becoming technology companies, right? So. If you're in the insurance business, you're, you're, you're really in the technology business. If you're in the financial services business, you're in the technology business. You're delivering your products, your services, your customer satisfaction through technological means now. No longer through just you know, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, physical object means. So right. um, it, you know, look at the automotive industry and the disruption that it's going through with the advent of the self-driving car. Look at the retail industry and the disruption that it's already gone through with the advent of, of e-commerce. Um, right. And I think you know, as you look at that, it, it, it's really breaking it down into understanding um, that ultimately this is the packing order in the world we live in. The business requirements define the application requirements and the application requirements define the infrastructure requirements. And those business requirements may be, I want, to deliver, you know, I want to help drive more revenue. I want to be able to cut costs. I want to be able to deliver a higher quality of service to my customers. I want better customer retention. Whatever that initiative is today, there tends to be an application and an infrastructure backing that up, right? So, so really, you know, when you look at the digital transformation, it's how do I you know, deliver more business, more cost savings, more better customer service, better retention through a digital means. And I right. think that, you know, you see the majority of these, these, these particularly large enterprise businesses, but also smaller, innovative, um, uh, mid-sized businesses utilizing technology as a mechanism to expand their business nowadays. And I think it gets back to your, your original conversation around, you know, what's the biggest uh, misconception, right, is, is that we can't do it. Um, there's almost this need to disrupt your business before your competitor disrupts it, right? And I think there's that challenge of getting people to understand that, they're, that we need to take that first step. We can do it. What are some of the uh, experiences you've seen and some of the biggest obstacles uh, to a business disrupting, disrupting itself before uh, a competitor disrupts? Upset itself. You know, I, I, I think uh, complacency is probably the largest ones, right? You know, when things are going well in your business, that's the time to innovate and change and push the envelope, right? So, so I, I think it, it, it's, it tends to be two things. It, it tends to either be complacency, right? We get comfortable, we've got a business, it's growing, we're meeting and achieving our goals. Um, and, and the other thing is people, right? And, um, you know, you can either lead change, you can either participate in change, or things can change without you there. And I think you've got to figure out which one of those three buckets that you want to be in uh, in order to, to continue to succeed and grow in your career and for your business and, and for your customers and your employees as well. And I think, you know, those are the two things. It, it, it's, it's one, and particularly those of us, you know, who are market leaders, right? And VMware has gone through this as, as a company itself. We sort of, you know, had act one of VMware was around compute virtualization. And, you know, we became the market leader there. And, you know, nobody ever gets 100% market share. And, you know, when you do that, you have to look to how do I expand my business horizontally? 
and, uh, and vertically at the same time in order to not just ultimately become disrupted by somebody else in the industry. Because somebody else is out there thinking about a new and improved and better way to do what you're doing now. And if you give them too much runway, they can certainly sneak up and, and, and really be a, a, a formidable challenger to your business as well. Okay. On a lighter side, um, VR, AR, AI, self-driving cars, smart cities, IoT, just to name a few innovative things that are coming, what are you most excited about when it comes to technology innovation and why? I mean, look, I, I think you touched on a couple things there. Uh, so my, my degree is actually in automotive engineering. Um, I, I, I went to school, you know, you know, as a teenage boy who didn't like a sports car driving by. And I thought, you know, I would go to school, get, a, get an engineering degree and go to uh, design cars. And I think it was after I figured out I had to move to Detroit that I sort of was glad that I had a lot of electrical engineering and mechanical engineering and computer science classes around the way and decided that I would stay in New York and uh, uh, really go into the IT field. Um, but I think, you know, when you look at the, the combination of things like VR and AR and AI and self-driving cars, it, 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 they're really the foundation of that. And, you know, what does that do to logistics, supply chain as a whole, and really what are the next sort of um, maybe industrial revolution era uh, businesses that can be transformed through these technologies. It, it, it's really what's exciting to me as we look at the future of, um, of, of, of our lifestyle infrastructure, not just our technological infrastructure. Right, right. Okay, and we just have a few more minutes with you, so I thought I'd do a speed round on some kind of like personal bonus questions. So, one, Uh-oh. if you could wave a magic wand and change one thing about the industry, what would it be? Um, it, 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 you know, it would have to be uh, information security. Ah, good, uh, good call. It, 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 it has to be. I, I, I think that that's the, that's the threat that um, keeps me up at night tonight to, uh, and every night. Um, that, was, and that was question number two is what keeps you up at night? I see that. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that is, you know, as we look at the next generation and, you know, we talk about things like, um, you know, self-driving cars and smart cities and, you know, the Internet of Things and the Internet of Everything, um, the more hyper-connected we become, the bigger of a problem this becomes. So, uh, and, and, you know, today it's, you know, businesses and they get hacked and they steal credit card numbers or social security numbers and that impacts us. But I, I think, it, you know, if, if it's a problem that's not solved, it has to be a much greater ability to impact the way to the impact the way we live on a daily basis. And I think that's a scary proposition. So if I could wave a magic wand and make that problem disappear, I would be happy to do it. Okay. What motivation gets you out of bed in the morning? You know, I, I think for me, um, what motivates me the most, and I think, you know, at some point you, you, when you leave an individual contributor role and you move to a leadership role, you quickly realize that it is no longer about you, right? It is about your team. And, you know, whether you're, you, you know, you're me or you're, you're the president or you're the COO or you're the CEO, you're only one individual and you only have 24 hours a day and you only have seven days in a week. So um, I, I think for me, it's really the people I work with on a daily basis. I'm just blessed to work with intelligent, hardworking, driven, caring people who uh, want to do the right things by our customers, who want to do the right things by our employees day in and day out. And to me, that's, you know, it's not work. 
it's it, it's fun when you work with people like that. That's I, I tell my own peers that that you know if you found the right career, it shouldn't be work. It's just something you get That's up right. and enjoy doing. Yeah. Okay. One last thing. Partake uh, in, uh, something interesting to us. What's the most interesting thing you've read or watched lately? Um, so here's what I would say. Um, you know, I, I've been so, somewhat at night quasi binge watching on Netflix Last Chance You. And it's a story of uh, East Mississippi Community College, which is a university um, where a lot of, you know, college football players with great potential, potential to play at big D1 schools, at SEC schools, and in the NFL are, you know, really wind up because, um, you know, they've gotten into some kind of trouble. And, and I think, you know, watching the coaching and the counseling and the academic staff there deal with these different players who are so talented and have so much potential, but, you know, maybe have made a mistake there, uh, here or there in their history that's, that's caused them setbacks, sort of rebuild these kids from the ground up in order to really get them up and out into the next level has been really exciting for me. You're a complete people person, Dom. That's fantastic. Dom Delfino, Senior Vice President, Worldwide Sales, STDC. Uh, thanks a lot for being on the podcast series, and uh, maybe we'll have you on again sometime. Thanks a lot. All right, great. Thanks to be with you.